What's up? Hey guys. Welcome to episode season two, episode number four. Yeah. We're never gonna we had a really rough time the first time around. I think second season you're still having a hard time. I think I've got it down by now. It's like my first day every day. Hopefully our uh, computers work. Uh, I spilled the Irish car bomb just, on my it is, computer. It is presently almost St. Patrick's Day, so we did an Irish car bomb. So you can celebrate with reason. us but in two weeks. In two weeks, <laughs> when this comes out, it will not be St. Patrick's Day. It's like but second St. Patrick's Day for them. If you need an excuse to drink again, welcome to Counting Cryptids. Oh, a great introduction. Uh, so today is going to be a little bit weird. Uh, let me backtrack. First of all, our Instagram poll, our weekly, our We're... episodely, bi-weekly Instagram poll. Okay. So we, like we do. Like we do, yes. We post an Instagram poll when, at the beginning of the recording, and you have a chance to answer while we're recording, and we can read answers and everything at the end. Uh, so we, we, we put a poll up. This one's kind of revealing this yes. week. So yeah, if yeah. you follow us on social media, sometimes you'll get like a heads up so you know like, oh, what, what to what's expect. the next episode yeah. we're doing next. So you can research and just make us look like idiots. Also, um, I'm guessing you posted on the Discord that we had just posted that on the Instagram. Yes, I have. Actively doing so now. The Discord's been hopping off lately. If you're not on there, go do it. It has been crazy. It's, what was it, yesterday? It was, just, it was nonstop. Uh, I think it was Friday because it was right after the episode came out. That was yesterday. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> weird. All right. So what was the question this week? Verbatim, Connor. It was, is this a raccoon? <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's, it doesn't really translate very well into an audio yeah. form. But uh, there's a picture. a picture. Uh, and it is of uh, what we are this, talking about yeah, this week. This week's the, topic. The Montauk monster. Um, so there will be that link to that photo as well in the episode description uh i think i usually title it main image yeah yeah it'll so probably that be the main be, image that will be there'll be like main image and another image or another main image or something stupid like that it's in the description you'll find it it'll be like right at the top but if you missed that story notification go over to the instagram instagram.com slash counting cryptids and make sure that you get notifications on our posts so that you can know when we're recording and you can answer the polls and we will always read them at the end. If you've got any comments, there is also a post on our wall. I don't know what it's called, but it's uh, you can comment what you think that monster is, that that image. So we'll read the the answers at the end. Stay tuned, folks. Moving now for on. a commercial break. Oh, moving on. This one's gonna be a little bit different than some of the other episodes we've done in the past. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody's like arguing that this is just like an animal that is alive somewhere other than like maybe a lab. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like a really like a cryptid in the sense we're a little loose with the term cryptid around here. If you haven't uh, noticed. Uh, also, I got I got kind of sidetracked by my tinfoil hat on this one. So at some point, I think it's going to take a pretty sharp turn. Out. Uh, um, that's all I'm going to say on that for now. But I guess uh, let's let's dive into it. <laughs> dive. It was found on a beach. <laughs> really, <laughs> really. It's a stretch. Long walk for real. Yeah. It's a stretch. Did my best. What is the Montauk monster? Uh, okay, so I guess the the origin story of the the photo 
Uh, July 23rd, 2008, three women are on a walk on Ditch Plains Beach just outside of Montauk, New York, when they noticed a group of people gathered together around something further down the beach. When they got closer, they saw a mangled carcass of what later would become known as the Montauk Monster. The body was slightly bigger than that of a cat, only had a few tufts of fur remaining on its discolored flesh. Its hands appeared to almost have finger-like appendages on them, and its snout tapered into what seems to be a beak while its lower jaw has several large, sharp teeth. Also, it had a long, rat-like tail. All right. Thanks for checking out Counting Cryptids. We'll see you in two weeks for a new episode. I feel like you've done that like five times, <laughs> and it's never been funny. <laughs> it's funny to me. Someone is laughing. If you laughed, join the Discord and post. I don't know if you had more about that one than I did. Uh, I saw that <laughs> the one and only... Lauren Coleman. Lauren Coleman got word of this article like as soon as it hit the local press and he coined the name Montauk Monster. The, oh. Yeah, the... Um, what a badass. The original post had some weird thing that had to do with something we're going to get into later. Something about uh, like, like a mad scientist combining animals. Oh, I don't know what the thing was called. Cut that out. Doesn't matter. All right. Coined by uh, Lauren Coleman. Um, I also, I saw, I, I, I got on this thing about finding where the thing's at. It's, it's dumb. It's, it's silly. So apparently, like an alleged, like allegedly, like Eric Olson, who is a surfer and real estate agent. Yes. Picked up the corpse. He, his, he like quoted, like he was fucking... quoted <laughs> saying he grabbed a thing, put it in a bag. Got it. Throw it in the back of his like real estate car, and was worried that he's gonna be pulled over. Like, hey, smells like you got a dead body in your trunk. And in they fact, were, he did. They were waiting for animal control to come and get it, and this dude just like they said, there's like some old dude just came down the beach and fucking swooped it up. Like, yeah, but this Eric Coleman or Eric Olson, Olson is claiming is to have like, done that. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, maybe twenty five, thirty. Like he's a younger guy. He's not. A, he's not an old guy. I didn't have an age on him, but oh yeah, I didn't have an age on him either. But his picture I've seen of like recent, like 2015. He doesn't look. Like he doesn't look guy. old. Okay. Anyway, but they like. Well, he was a surfer, so you know. It's weird. Anyway, his plan was to take it to his buddy's house and like have it decompose so he could preserve the bones and sell them to a fashion photographer for a Damien Hirsty art project. And since then, furthermore, according to Eric Olson himself, someone came and took the carcass, and now I have to hunt for my damn creature. And then, uh, according to the uh, East Hampton Star, the corpse was taken by Carter and Colin Davis, uh, twin brothers who turned it over to their father, Paul, who had plans on making it a movie. But apparently, the two boys had permission to take the bones. I didn't understand and that And then at Eric all. was just like, it's cool. Like, I, I didn't get that at all. It was a roller coaster was, of an article. <laughs> it like, was it very was... confusing. I didn't really, it was very conflicting information on that one. Uh, it, I don't know if conflicting is the right word, but it was fucking weird. It was very weird. I posted that How does that just like drop the, off the too? Notes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was a huge hit in 2008. Like, you like, Everybody's looking for the body. Like, well, it was stolen from me. Like, oh, we're the ones who took it. We give it to dad. Okay, cool. He's making a movie. Dad's making with, a movie. What's the guy's name again? Paul Davis or Eric Olson? 
Eric Olson is Paul the, Davis. He's yeah. the guy who has it when he's making the movie. Uh, allegedly, yes. I saw I saw that in one spot only, and it was like the website for the East Hampton Star. I can't find a photo of it mounted anywhere. Yeah, I think the original story was the girl said that the girl had been trying to contact the Animal Rescue League or whatever, you know, and uh, animal shelter. Yeah, the the shelter, and uh, some old guy came picked it up and said he was going to mount it on his wall, and that was the story that that one girl provided. Like this is sort of. It already starts off weird. I don't, it's a weird, it's a weird topic, and it only gets weird. Yeah. So again, like, there's a body of a thing came up, and nobody really knows what it was. I guess there's some suggestions of what it people thought it could be. There is quite I, a few suggestions of what you have it a could lot. Be. I have like raccoon, possum, and a turtle with no shell. But I, I the turtle with no shell, you definitely yeah. Let's, let's well, let's hit the turtle with a shell first because yeah, yeah. that is initially what I thought. Yes, like, when we were after looking, at, looking pictures, at it for a bit, me and Jacob were like, I, we and Jacob were looking at it for I don't know five minutes, and I was like, it's probably it looks like a turtle without its shell. Like, could it be that? Well, apparently no. We looked into it. Um, well, it has ears. I don't think turtles have ears like that. True, and they don't have teeth. Oh, okay, good call. And they don't have fingers, and this doesn't have flippers. Correct. Uh, also, the sea turtle's spine is fused to the shell, and removing it would like destroy the body. It wouldn't have skin on its back. Yeah, yeah there's this a, thing has yeah. is covered in skin, but it does. It kind of looks like a turtle with no shell. Like it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Also has ears. It's like Franklin if he just it's, took his shell off. Oh God. Childhood, uh, uh, rattled. Yeah, I am shook. Do you have you have other possible suggestions uh, somewhere? Rodent is another suggestion. I guess we don't technically have any scale in the photo. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about this just before recording. Yes. There is a black speck on like the sh- I would say like the shoulder back area, the left side of the photo on the creature's right hip, sort of above its right hip. Yeah. Is a little. It's a little black thing. And some researchers said that it was a fly and took scale off of that, saying that it was about the size of a raccoon. This is not what we're talking about right now. This is we're on rodents. Okay, rodents. rodents yes, the second theory. Uh, I mean, I would I would say those its its hands, its paws don't look like rodents, and correct. its ears are floppy, and I think rodents are smaller and rounder and not. Yeah, not Mickey, so. think Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay, good call. I don't know if that's actually what a fucking mouse's ears look like. Now I Probably look. not at all. I type in mouse and it's just fucking computer. Yeah, they're they're more rounded. Yeah, they're kind of yeah okay. Uh, but they are good swimmers. Rodents. Not that they couldn't. Yeah, not that they couldn't get. You know, they could definitely hurt, still drown. Injured, drown. Right. Um, but they also have two huge, huge relative. Huge. Curved incisor teeth in front of their mouse. Okay. Your wife and might know those, more about that not, incisors than I do. But. Are those not present on this photo? Uh, the, the top is that the implication. The top looks beak-like. Okay. If we, if we mention this, uh, it does yeah, have yeah. some couple of uh, teeth on the bottom that are, in there. Yeah. Yeah, they got some big teeth. Anyway, it was ruled out it wasn't a rodent, more than likely. Um, the next one was like a canine or a dog. It it does kind of have dog-like ears. The body is very dog-like, almost like. Um, it kind of almost looks like it has pads on its the bottom of its feet as well, so it, it does kind of look like a dog, but I don't think it's a dog. Fingers. Fingers. Teeth are a little off. There's a small tuft of fur on its right arm underneath what appears to be like a 
uh, a rag tied around its arm. Yeah, for it's kind of weird. It's a little weird. Uh, very confusing on that one. But there, there's a small tuft of fur underneath that that doesn't look. I don't know. It's kind of dark brown with some black in there and maybe a little bit of white. Uh, I don't think it's a dog. Yeah. The thing that it said wherever I looked, whatever link this was on, um, said that the prominent eye ridge and feet don't match that of a canine. Yeah, they say the feet definitely don't look like a... For sure the front feet. The back feet are a little iffy. You don't really have a good good sight, good good view of the back feet. Yeah. Anywhere. Um, Another uh, suggestion I didn't see in too many places, but um, ovine, like a sheep. Oh, okay. Interesting. I did not see that anywhere. But obviously, sheep don't have teeth like that. Yeah. Um. It it, it sort of looks like a pig. Also. Yeah. Salt pig. Oh, this I didn't see this angle. It's very strange. It's very strange. Um. So uh, a few like William Wise, the director of Stony Brook University's Living Marine Resources Institute, think that the Montauk monster is most likely a latex figure. Really. Like somebody made it. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. Dog. And we, uh, we'll we talk a little bit more about why it might have been a latex figure. Like, why that comes into play. Okay. I don't know if William Wise connected, like, these two things to come up with that being a latex figure. Like, fuck it. Apparently, some people think that it's a um, prop for a movie, like, promotion for a movie. They have it wash up on shore, and everybody's like, what freaking the fuck out. is this? And the internet blows up, freaking out about it, and then all of a sudden... Mysteriously it was, disappears. It, the, the corpse vanished. Nobody, We can prove what the DNA was, and then a movie comes out about it, like, two weeks later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a little stretch. I don't know. It's uh, quite the publicity stunt. Boy, if it is, they picked the right place to do it. Like, yeah, I guess. Um, Did we talk about where this is at? Montauk, New York, really kind of. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that. This. That's why it's called the Montauk Monster. Uh, it's not really much of a monster. Yeah, sorry. Moving, <laughs> moving on, moving back, but then on. Uh, this more, was in 2008. More... Did we say this already? Yes, Boy. yeah, I mentioned the okay, date. Good, delete that. Um, Did you have more possible suggestions of what it could be? Some people think that it might be like an alien. Oh, okay, interesting. I didn't. I didn't really so, read like. I guess you wouldn't know where it came from because it died. You would have zero information. Yes. Uh, So if it was an alien, is it like, you think that is like the intelligent alien or is that like its pet or something that was just like on board the ship? Kicked its dog out the spaceship into the ocean? No, like it crashed and like the dog just washed ashore. It doesn't look like an intelligent being. It's not wearing pants. Correct. (laughs) Maybe its pants burned off. I don't know. It's not wearing pants. What if we evolve into a species that doesn't wear pants? I think that would be devolving, Connor. <laughs> I I am all in on a pantsless future. As my platform for president for, yeah. in twenty years. <laughs> you on will not. Kiss- you will not. That won't go well for you. They'll cite this podcast as like. Why you really you want to fucking elect this guy? Yeah, they're pulling up shit from people's like private stuff. This is public fucking knowledge. Just Google my name. I bet this comes up. But hey, maybe in the future, in 20 years, this will be a relevant podcast. <laughs> Unlikely. Uh... <laughs> uh, we did bring up Raccoon. We mentioned Raccoon That's briefly. That's a pretty big one. 
I that, feel like a lot of people lean towards raccoon. It, raccoon is most commonly cited as I think uh, there was some sort of wildlife biologist or somebody who quote unquote positively identified it as being a raccoon. But again, you're looking at photos of it, and I have. Oh, do you have? No, I don't have the name. Okay. Uh, I have here from not quite an expert, but somebody who might have some some knowledge on this. Uh, this was on the Montauk-Monster.com. It was written by Rebecca Alex Turner. As a wildlife rehabber with Nuts for Squirrels Wildlife Rehabilitation located in Northeast Florida, I have cared for possums and raccoons on numerous occasions and know for a fact that the washed-up creatures are not former raccoon are not former raccoon or possum. I was also a three-year Envirothon team member in both the Fred B. Miller and Florida State Envirothons. My school's team always placed first in our county and scored high in wildlife identification. This brings me to the reasons the creature are not a raccoon or a possum. Raccoons do not take a beat on a beaked appearance when their skull is bared, contrary to what has been posted in several pictures. The slight beak the, the skull takes clearly displays the row-out mount for the teeth. This is not seen in the Montauk images or the images of similar creatures. The orbital ridge of a raccoon's skull lines up with the lower brain case to form a rounded dinner bell shape not seen in the bird's eye view of images of the Montauk skull. Lastly, the limbs of the Montauk creature are too short to be a raccoon. Raccoons have long limbs that leave them looking like they walk on stilts until the long belly fur of adulthood grows in. Possums have, have too few forward teeth and few and shorter second fang behind the long canines on the upper jaw and narrow orbits. Otters are ruled out for both as well due to the lack of orbital delta wings on the outer forward orbit rim. However, river and sea otters are possible explanations for the images of the Canadian creature, quote, the ugly one, regarding the de- definition and skull shape. Detition. I mean, I am no Denton, scientist. Den- denti- dentition? Dentition and skull shape. Regarding dentition and skull shape. I'm not a scientist. Me either. But This person is also maybe not a scientist. I'm not 100% certain, but they are a a wildlife rehabber, so I I assume they did some sort of schooling. They're more of an expert than me. I put an expert-ish, says it's not a raccoon or a possum in my notes. I I don't know what her credentials are. She Uh, was best in the county. She knows more than me. Their school always plays best in the county. That's Again, not a that's not a huge feat. Best in the county was that like how many how many schools? Are I don't in fucking know shit about Florida, county. man. It's Florida. This is not Iowa. I don't know, dude. I just said uh, like three other schools. They're the best of the three. Either way, it does. I mean, small pool. Just, I've identified things before. I've worked with them before. I haven't. This person she ha- has more experience has. than yes, she either has more of us. Experience than either of us do. This person is more of an expert than myself. And says that it is not, and then has some reasons that seem relatively intelligent. They're looking. At, <laughs> I, I like, don't mean to knock her. I feel no, like no, I'm over here no, no. knocking her. That, that's the show. You're not. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. It's the name of the game. Disclaimer: If we uh, mentioned you in one of your all, works, all quoted stories are likenesses of <laughs> whatever that South Park disclaimer is at the beginning. I don't remember. Uh. But yeah, I, I looked at a raccoon skull, and I, it has like that nose cavity in the front. I could see how if it was broken, it could so maybe if the face was already like broken. Like okay, it, it it more than likely was like out at sea for quite some time, got banged around some rocks. Obviously, 
like probably it its fur is gone due to just being in the water for so long and or i mean again pre or and post-mortem could have had its face broke like if it got hit by a car right, or something exactly. or i mean it could have had mange too like maybe half of its fur was fucking gone before it died i don't yeah i i I just don't think it's that unlikely that it was. It's not an unrealistic idea, especially since it has these fingers. Yes. The fingers are a pretty good indicator it might be a raccoon. I can't find a picture of a raccoon tail without fur anywhere. I found a picture of a bald raccoon, but I can't see his butt. <laughs> uh, okay. I just keep getting coonskin caps. Available at? Countingcryptids.com. Uh, uh, is that false advertising? Yes. No, because not, I said no, it's not actually. Not available. Oh, is this also? Uh, okay. It, the tail is not dissimilar. Okay. It, they that... have sort of a, a rodent-esque tail. Furless, yeah. Possum. Possum has the same finger things? I don't believe so. I don't think so either. They do climb trees fairly well. Uh, they do kind of have fingers. I didn't see that but suggested possum. Possum? I saw it, but not like I think everybody was more convinced that it was a raccoon over a possum. Okay. I don't know what the reasoning was for that. Um, I didn't see anything in the second photo that looked like uh, a pouch because possums are marsupials. Yes. So in the second photo, no. Hmm. Has anybody seen a raccoon? Yeah. I have two. One was living in my house. My old house. No bueno. We just had bats. Oh, God. There used to be a bat here in the garage. We named him Quagmire. What is in my drink? There's a little nitrogen thing at the bottom, so when you open it, that's why it was so foamy. Worried for my health. No, you're good. Um, it's a thing they do with, like, European beers and... You're weird with Europe. Dennis. Yeah, you're supposed to drink shit warm, too. Ooh! I think I could probably do that, honestly. Not in America. Not as warm as <clears throat> your fucking UV blue that was in your... What, the Sunfire. first drink you had of alcohol ever when we were fucking 16 I wouldn't 16 say years old. that was the first drink of alcohol I've ever had in my life. Okay, it was not counting communion worst. wine, Connor. I never drank communion wine. It was it wasn't grape UV juice. blue. It was lemonade. It was UV lemonade. I'm almost certain of it. I'm like 90% sure it was blue. I think it was... I don't think it was blue. I drank a lot of UV blue back in the day, but I think it was... Like it was 92 lemonade. degree... UV. It was really hot. Maybe out raspberry really lemonade. I think it might have it been was raspberry lemonade. In blue in color. Because I, I, it must have just been blue then. If you remember that vividly that it was blue, it must have just been UV blue. It was it so was much really so bad. that you remember it 10 years later. I remember it very, very vividly. <laughs> the weird thing about memories is you only remember the last thing that. The last, the last time, time you, you remembered, remembered it, it, yes. How fucked up is that? Oh, very much so. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, what in my life is fucking real, man? Right. Like, I just, and then sometimes if you go back far enough, you're like, I don't actually know if that was real or not now. There's many times in my is life. Is that, or like sometimes you'll have a dream that's like super vivid, and then you'll go back like, you'll think it was a thing, and then all of a sudden it'll click, and you'll be like, oh my God, that was a dream that never fucking happened. I did that one time. And I honestly, I still don't even know if it was a dream or not. Did you still? I still don't know. What? Okay. Okay, I need information. So what I remember, in quotes, was that I was like sitting in a car. We were driving up a mountain, me and my parents, very young, and somehow the door opened and I was hanging outside the car. 
I wasn't on the outside of the cliff. Like if I fell, I would fall off a cliff. It was like, I'm hanging outside of a moving fucking car at three years old, like really young, like hanging on the seatbelt. And my mom pulled me in. That's as much as I remember. I'm like pretty sure it's a dream, but I have no idea. It, Why don't you ask your mom? Then you would know. Mom, did I fall out of a car just at a young no, 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 age? No. So you'd just be like, hey, so I this might have been a dream I had like 15 years ago. I don't talk to my I parents just... about these things. All right, man. <laughs> All right. It's like some child trauma. I'm going to go to a therapist in 20 years and they'd be like, what? You fell out what of a, the <laughs> no. fuck. See, or you could just talk to your mom about it. And she'd be like, no, it was a dream. You'd be like, cool. Now I don't have to go to a psychotherapist in 20 but years. Should, that's exactly what I would tell my kid. Now nah, that you're dreaming that I didn't really drop you out of a car. Like my kid fell down the stairs. Like I'm going to tell him that was a fucking dream. Uh, there was, I just heard some story of who the fuck was telling me this, that, uh, they had like, when somebody was a kid, there was like, they like um, fell out of the car or something almost, but they didn't actually, they were just like, playing around and like opened the door and like jumped out of the car while it was moving and like her parents sold the fucking car because they thought that she just like the door opened and she just fucking fell out like i don't understand what the didn't have the courage to tell him until she's like a fucking grown-ass woman that they thought i don't remember where the fuck they thought the car was family i don't yeah i don't really fucking know what the deal was man i i like heard the story i don't i don't remember Yeah. I feel better about my life. Yeah, 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 no, it's the thing that happens. I feel like something <laughs> similar happened to me one time too. Is that just like a fear that you you just grow up with living in maybe the my century we live like in? Fucking like he just like kept opening the door. My mom was driving. She just like got pissed. That might have been a thing. Like, also, the like door broke thing. on one of the cars one time, so we were leaving Taekwondo and got out to the car. My mom's like, "Hey, I need you to sit up front." I was like, "Yeah, let's go." And she's like, "You have to hold the door closed." I was like, "What?" Oh fuck. Yeah, so there's like fucking three bungee cords and me at 7 just like white knuckle in the fucking door with one hand and the other hand's like over on the fucking center console just trying not to fly out. <laughs> Welcome to counting traumas. Yeah. <laughs> Tracing traumas. Let's be serious. <sighs> all right. Uh in all seriousness, moving back to where we need to be here. Uh, did you? Is that all you have for your possible suggestions or uh, reasoning why you think it's a raccoon? Until we're getting off the fence, looks like a raccoon. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, I did have one more, and I think you've got quite a bit of information on this, and that is the conspiracy theory around Plum Island Animal Disease Center. All right, which is just 15 miles away from the beach that this corpse washed up upon well it's 15 miles away from montauk yeah i don't know how far away this beach was from montauk it's close there it's it's very very close I, I, it within might be like swimming miles, distance actually this time it For might real. be like 16 miles i don't want somebody to like get on us about like technicality I'm like you said it was 15 miles the world distance record in swimming is 13.2 no, 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 miles anyway uh yes so did you have something about this right now or are you just trying to segue me into this vomit let me let me lay an overview of what we're about to get into. A lot of mine has nothing directly to do with the Montauk monster. That's I'm just okay. throwing that out there. But it could. So it's it, building a case. So some people think that the animal that washed up on shore was created in a lab on Plum Island, the Plum Island Disease Center, Animal Disease Center. Um, it, it, was, it was assumed that it escaped from the island. 
though it, it escaped or just like was haphazardly was just like somebody just hucked it out into the ocean to get rid of it like yeah something will eat it and it just like ended up making it ashore i mean because a lot of these things kind of are what i heard ashore. from your story like from when your research from what i have told you of what i have done yes um it is it is very likely that if there was something like this on the island in the lab it could have escaped rather easily <laughs> um but uh so jenna hewitt is one of the first people to have taken pictures of the Montauk Monster, um, and she told the Independent, "quote We were looking for a place to sit when we saw the people when we saw some people looking at something. We didn't know what it was. We joked that it was something from Plum Island. So it it was already in the it, in the ether, the, the lore of the land, as it were. People of the area. Okay, interesting. So an I animal. Have not seen that anecdote about them. Animal that escaped from the island. They they do I supposedly mean, like." genetically modified God, or some, something like, animal research centers around here i need to like go post up around them and see if weird What's shit comes going running on? out <laughs> no i'd honestly i'd probably get arrested for like sitting outside them for yeah. too long they'd think i was like part of PETA or something i'd go to jail and get interrogated for a long time and they'd be like oh you're, you're just doing shitty research for a podcast <laughs> okay have you heard of counting cryptids? no you're not alone <laughs> one in six billion people know of counting cryptids. Uh, how many people are there in the world? Eight billion? Something like six. <laughs> oh, so one person? Okay, okay. <laughs> a little bit more than that. So, yes, this, this Plum Island Animal Research Center. Is that really all you have on that introductory thing? Is that all you have on that? Yes. I'm kind of... My bit here is, is just fucking painting a picture of the Plum Island Animal Research. The Animal Disease Center. I think I called it research. P-I-A-D-C. Piac. Piad. Piad. Oh, that sounds awful. Remove that. So I... <clears throat> I'm just gonna... There is a very, very long list. I am going to run through all of this as best I fucking can, and all of it is just painting a picture of, uh, shall we say, negligence? You can say that. Oh, okay. I, I just... I, I think it paints an appropriate picture to put us in the mindset of, like, why this people would think this or why this could be a credible thing or even just like why the fuck is this a thing uh maybe why the fuck is this a thing dude, dude you don't even know fucking half of this like it's actually nuts so i read the overview from uh, mysteriousuniverse.com okay so that's what i know so there is also some like loose connection um from operation paperclip with uh eric traub i believe was his name it was a nazi a uh, scientist who was brought over through Operation Paperclip and some of the work he was doing with like foot and mouth disease and everything laid groundwork for uh, the Animal Research Disease Center, Plum Island Animal Disease Center. Uh, so they, a lot of things were tying it to that, like those nefarious sort of ties as well. Again, all of this is just painting a picture of this to it. So um, uh, all of this next part is coming directly from butnerblogspot.wordpress.com. So I'm just going to be reading, reading straight from here. I cut some of them out just because they don't... I, I left a, so much of it in. I cut out some of it, but I, I felt like a lot of this just needed to be included for one reason or another. Um, oh, I might want to do this part first. Okay, so I'm going to do this first, actually. I lied. So this... I'm going to go through and cut that out. Uh, this article is called Lyme Disease on Plum Island. Fringe Conspiracy Theory or Government Cover-Up by 
It says some Samaranda. Smaranda. Smaranda? It says Smaranda. Dimitri. Smaranda. Smaranda Dimitri. Okay. Uh, on uh, sites.newspal.com slash TikTok. Like ticks, like the bug. It's on Lyme disease. Oh. That went way over your head because this is audio. Yes. So uh, it's a quote on there from this article. Uh, the reason some believe Lyme disease escaped from Plum Island is because the island is located just a few miles off the coast of Lyme, Connecticut, which is where the first outbreak of Lyme disease was observed in 1975. While scientists say that all animals on the island are killed to prevent the possible spread of diseases, conspiracy theorists argue that birds regularly fly between the island and the mainland and thus are able to spread diseases that may, they may pick up. There's something like thousands of bird species at Plum Island or something. Oh, I don't have that information. I, I think I saw that in, somewhere in my research. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if, it, if Lyme came from Plum Island, said April Ferguson, who is a chief strategy officer for Hudson Valley Police-oriented think tank. But it's weird that no one talks about it. Doctors are scared to treat and diagnose it, and government doesn't talk about it. Ferguson started considering the link between Lyme disease and Plum Island after she saw a press release describing how the Center for Disease Control were closing the, a Texas A&M University biodefense lab due to outbreaks of Brucella and Coxlea burnetti, uh, both tick-borne bacterial pathogens. This led Ferguson to wonder about Plum Island, both the lab and Plum Island, and the one at both the lab at Plum Island and the one at Texas A&M are biosafety level three labs and study similar infectious diseases such as foot and mouth, avian influenza, and river and Rift Valley fever. That was all on that one. So there, a lot of people believe that Lyme disease came Originated from this from place there. because the the outbreaks, the first kind ones came from right red. there. Yeah, seems odd. Mm. Seems odd, but let's get again. Okay, so I had mentioned this before that I'll probably get cut out. So this this bit's coming from uh, how Butner. could they let a disease like that out? Well, okay, so you're with ticks. Yes. So just just hold your horses there, buddy. So we're going back over to this uh, this buttnerblogspot.wordpress.com. Uh, we'll have links to all of this stuff. Um, again, I cut some of this out. I left most of it in because it seems like it helps paint the picture of the. Plum Island Animal Disease Center. <clears throat> so, quote, The legacy of Plum Island Animal Disease Center is not one of promise and prosperity. It is one of security breaches, environmental, re release, environmental releases, and funding cuts. The funding and the grants will be benefit to the business special interests, academia, and universities, not surrounding communities. The community will be left with what New York residents are being left with. A dangerous biohazard on a massive scale. Ask yourself, is a legacy of PIADC what you want for your children and grandchildren? The summary below is part of a petition. It outlines many issues that have not been part of the public debate. It appears here with the permission of the author, Dr. Joseph Melamed. Dr. Melamed recently had this to say about the lab. It is not a political, economic, or race issue. It's a public health issue. The existing, the existing Plum Island Animal Disease Center, which the proposed facility will replace, has a disastrous record of leaks and security breaches. December 24th, 1967. The New York Times reports, fatal virus found in wild ducks in Long Island. A virus never before seen in western New Hampshire, which began with ducks on the north and south forks of Long Island opposite Plum Island, uh, spread across the entire continent by 1975. 
1971, USDA proclaims that Plum Island has been considered the safest in the world on virus diseases. As proof of this statement, there has never been a disease outbreak among susceptible animals maintained outside of the laboratory on the island since it was established. 1975, Plum Island Animal Disease Center begins work feeding viruses to hard ticks, including the Lone Star Tick, now an endemic to New York, but before 1975, never seen outside of Texas which is a carrier of, uh, I'm not going to try to say that word, the Lyme disease bacteria. Uh, first cases of the disease, later known as Lyme disease, reported in Connecticut and eastern Long Island. Both directly across from Plum Island, current epidemiologic data shows that epicenters of all U.S. cases of Lyme disease was centered at Plum Island, New York. So in 1975, they started, they started feeding viruses to hard ticks, including the Lone Star Tick, which was never seen outside of Texas before 1975, but is now endemic in New York. Uh, is the carrier of the Lyme disease bacteria. The first cases of the disease, later known as Lyme disease, report, were reported in Connecticut and eastern Long Island, both directly across from P Plum Island. That, uh, that's, that's some hard Current evidence. data shows that the epicenter of all U.S. cases of Lyme disease was centered at Plum Island, New York. That's, how, do you, how do you argue against that? September 15th, 1978. News release, foot and mouth disease has been diagnosed in cattle in pre-experimental animal holding facility at the Plum Island Animal Disease Center. A documented outbreak had occurred. In 1979, internal investigation of the foot and mouth disease outbreak uncovers massive widespread failures in contaminated systems at Plum Island Animal Disease Center. Committee re recommended that Lab 101 not be considered as a safe facility in which to do work on exotic disease agents until corrective action is accomplished. Later 1979. Disregarding the committee recommendation, the U.S. Army undertakes investigation of deadly zigzag 501 strain of Rift Valley fever at Plum Island Animal Disease Center. Sheep held outside of the lab that should have been destroyed as part of the containment policy following the foot and mouth disease outbreak were vaccinated with an experimental Rift Valley fever vaccine in violation of the lab's primary directive prohibiting outdoor experiments. 1983, six Plum Island workers tested positive for African swine fever virus. Workers were not notified of their results. 1991, federal government decides to privatize Plum Island Animal Disease Center. A New Jersey company, Burns and Row Services Corporation, is the low bidder and is awarded the contract. In order to cut costs, expensive safety and security measures were scaled back. June 1991, an underground power cable supplying Lab 257 at PIADC shorts out and is not replaced because there's no money left in the budget. Just a real shit show. August 18th, 1991, Category 3 Hurricane Bob hits Plum Island, knocking down overhead power lines connecting Lab 257 to its only remaining source of electricity, a generator at another location on the island. Freezers containing virus samples defrost, air seals on lab doors are breached, and animal holding room vents fail. The lab's fail-safe mechanism and air dampers to seal off the facility also fail in the open position. Melted virus samples mixed with infected animal waste on the floors, while swarms of mosquitoes fill the facility. September 1991, USDA denies that the system's failure occurred during the hurricane. Both workers in Lab 257 at the time of the, of the blackout were fired. Both later developed mysterious undiagnosed diseases. 1992, OSHA and EPA cite PIADC with hundreds of safety violations. OSHA returns five years later and found that the violations had not been corrected. At that time, 124 new violations were found. July 13, 1992, while USDA continues to officially deny that any biological weapons research takes place at PIADC, 14 Joint Chiefs of Staff, Army, and Pentagon officials visit Plum Island. Internal documents indicate the visit was to, quote, meet with Plum Island staff regarding biological warfare. 
Early 1990s, PIADC annual reports to Congress is eliminated. August 1999, first four human cases of West Nile virus ever reported in the Western Hemisphere are diagnosed on Long Island, New York. Horse farms, all within five-mile radius of one another on the North Fork of Long Island, directly opposite Plum Island, report horses dying with the following seizures. 25% of the horses in this small area tested positive for West Nile virus. Of the 271,000 equines tested in the three states at the time of the outbreak, only those on the North Fork of Long Island were tested positive. 1999, New York Post quotes USDA spokesperson, quote, top security at Plum Island does not mean top secret. In spite of this statement, attempts to obtain information on the inventory of viruses in storage at PIADC under the Federal Freedom of Information Act were denied on the basis of, quote, national security. 1999, a Cold War era document is declassified, proving that in the early 1950s, 12 vials of weaponized anthrax, enough to kill over 1 million people, were shipped to PIADC. The revelation directly contradicts prior official statements to the contrary by government agencies. July 2000, New York State DEC finds, quote, very troubling hazardous waste violations at PIADC, promoting New York State Attorney General to sue the USDA. July 2001, court approved consent orders forces USDA to admit sewage discharge violations. September 2001, shortly after the 9-11 terrorist attack, someone begins sending weaponized anthrax through the mail, killing five people. Genetic analysis showed that the dry anthrax spores used in the attacks originated at USAMRIID, Fort Detrick, Maryland. Even though the USDA continued to deny the presence of weaponized anthrax at PIADC, the FBI included the following questions in their polygraph tests to scientists under investigation. Have you ever been to Plum Island? Do you know anyone who works at Plum Island? What do they do there? August 2002, PIADC workers go on strike to protest unsafe working conditions. December 2002, National Resource Defense Council names Plum Island number two of 12 worst polluters in New York and New Jersey. A state senator on the task force comments, what disturbs me is the consistent flow of misinformation. I feel that some of the misinformation borders on a cover-up. It shakes the foundation of a very form of government. June 2003, President George W. Bush transfers control of PIADC to Homeland Security. Airspace over Plum Island remains unrestricted, and gates to Lab 101 are open and unguarded. Uh, least of the 30 breaches um, have occurred at BSL-4 labs, not just PIADC, which is the labs that they are moving to. Uh, 1994, Burlat at Yale infected with Cebus virus, now diagnosed as BSL-4 agent. 75 other workers exposed. 2001, multiple researchers infected with plague at Rocky Mountain Lab. Research tested positive for anthrax. June 2003, 113 vials of anthrax, brucellosis, Ebola, and other organisms uncovered during excavation of toxic waste site at Fort Dedrick, Maryland. That is all I'm saying on this shit for now. It was more than I needed. But holy fuck. Just... It literally never got better. I don't even know how people worked there. What, 40, 50 years? 50 years it was reported uh, I, to be in shit condition? Swarms of mosquitoes in the 70s? Something like that? People. The, the hurricane in 91. Okay. That was the one where I was like, whoa, what? And it's still in use today, correct? Yeah, so um, until the, what, 2023? Like the expected shutdown date is 2023 if that happens and they're just like moving, moving to, to a different lab that's in fucking manhattan kansas we'll be visiting and no outside i will i will no strange animals no so what this says to me is they're definitely doing stuff that i'm probably not allowed to talk about on air uh i guess i wouldn't know about it anyway yeah. but whatever they're doing weird shit they're also doing stuff with animals 
but it, with the like really lack security seems very strange to me and yeah there's absolutely no upkeep also uh people testing positive for things Un- and then not fucking... told that they had them and then the not people even knowing that... what they are where that one go oh my god there's so many I, i'm trying to find things that i read for like, it wasn't even that long ago but <clears throat> What's that website if people want to read through those? Uh, yeah, I will post a link to that one again. Uh, it is uh, Butner, B-U-T-N-E-R, blogspot.wordpress.com was where that was posted at. Um, when they talked about the, the two employees being fired and then Not, like, getting sick with to, some disease that yeah, was unidentified. Un- yeah. That's fucked. That makes that me one. so nervous about fucking government agencies. <laughs> government government-controlled bodies. So there was the, the hurricane that we had just talked about in 1999. So the Category 3 hurricane Bob hits Plum Island, knocking down overhead power lines connecting Lab 207 to its only remaining source of electricity, a generator at another location on the island. Freezers containing virus samples, defrost, air seals on the lab door are breached, and animal holding room vents fail. The lab's fail-safe mechanism of air dampers to seal off the facility also fail in the open position. Melted virus samples mix with the infected animal waste on the floor while swarms of mosquitoes fill the facility. The USDA denies that the system's failure occurred during the hurricane. Both workers in Lab 207 at the time of the blackout are fired. Both later develop mysterious, undiagnosed diseases. That's fucked. Yes. I would like to talk to those two. I would probably not like to. I don't want to hear about the fucked up shit that happened. There's, there's way more on this website as well, and then there's... Um, uh, a spokesman from somebody who was, they were in court with, uh, or whatever the thing was, they were asking a bunch of questions about stuff, and yeah. there's a lot of really weird, a lot of dodgy things in there. Pretty dodgy place. Like, that. At the very least, we can agree on the fact that there are some flaws. I think, to say very the very least, flaws. there are some issues there. If you're dealing with diseases like that, like I would really, really, really like there to be like impenetrable quite a fucking, bit of regulations. Oh my god, like 18 fucking doorways states, you have yeah. to go through and then you have to like uh, like a chamber. umbrella corp thing where you're like a, a skyscraper down below the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But then that's how you get umbrella corporation, dude. We already have it, man. I know. If this Bad. is the kind of shit, I mean, the failsafe, the, there's vents that are stuck open. Yeah, just letting anything out of the facility. Anything in. True. All these mosquitoes come in, and oh my god, dude, I am... <sighs> and all of these, you have instances of things happening around these places. You have instances of those being closed because of that. So you have to kind of look at that as and when you have this many i I, I don't like that it's coming to kansas that freaks me out did you hundreds of violate hundreds of osha and epa violations that they didn't fix and then there was 124 new ones when they came back five years later to check this stuff is still fucked up also also this other five years for them to come back and be like hey there's hundreds of things wrong with these like It These diseases that will kill like all of the animals and a lot of people. Millions and- of people worth of anthrax. <laughs> Coming to a it, local it, Kansas it city. It seems near you. like I'm sure there's there's stuff like that around here already. 
we're Iowa State's yeah. here in town. You know what I mean? Like, there's I'm sure there's some sort of there's disease. Uh, the disease research place. Like, there's stuff like that all over the place. We live in Iowa. There's fucking Monsanto if we want to be real about it. Oh like, my god, I, <laughs> I live in the headquarters of Monsanto and I've witnessed some weird things in Monsanto. Did you see like a weird protest there when you I were saw, delivering? I've seen for... multiple protests at with Monsanto. people wearing like devil masks outside. Yes, and you had in to bring the street, food? bro. I had to walk in there like, and you're just like rolling up, walking in, everybody's like glaring at you. You're like, I asked Jimmy the, Jones, bro. I even asked the guy. I don't remember if it was a guy or a gal that help me like at the front desk there was nobody in there when nobody I went is in there. ever in there i just like stood around and there's like a phone on the wall like what do i need to call somebody anyway the lady i was like i was like you know like there's a protest going out there she's like yeah we just try to ignore it like it was it was it was kind of weird like wait it's a, it's you a, asked that like i did asked you know her. that there's a protest outside like I think wait, I, what I think there's 150 my, people outside wearing devil masks? okay there wasn't 150 i don't there know was, how many people were there i didn't go no more than 10 12 people oh that's just awkward then, but okay yeah and they're, and they're in the middle of the road but the i think i think my exact words were what's going on with the protests out there and she's did she just like didn't even acknowledge that it was a question she's just like i don't know we just ignore it okay interesting just like internet trolls in real life at this yeah, point yeah, for yeah. them okay just some nerds standing out in the corner just some nerds out in the i think corner. it was raining that day too like just hiding under the awning. They're nice enough to let them stand under the awning and protest. We don't. We don't really want to get them sick by the rain. <laughs> we'll wait till they get some corn at home. Can't sue them. Can't say bad panto on the internet. Probably not. So I, I I'm sorry. This is not necessary. Yeah, but, but it's it at the same time it is. So it really is. I'm trying to paint a picture of this facility, and we had talked about this a little bit earlier. Of like. Could it have escaped from there, or is it the kind of thing that was just like let loose? Well, not even that; it's just dead, and they're just like maybe they're throwing shit out into the fucking ocean to get rid of it because the freezers are broken. You know, like they don't have anywhere to store anything. That's just going bad and fucking smelling everything up. The thing allegedly smelled really bad as well. Yeah, the guy Eric, which as Olsen dead things was do, like saying how he's like. I think he said he was yeah, like trying not to puke. Yeah, bringing it to his car. So I. I, I it may smell like a dead body. I don't know what that smells like, but it's probably not good. You could ask my friend Mary, I suppose. You have a She's, friend who uh, works at a morgue? She a mortician? is in school for mortician, mortuary science. Morticianry. Mortician. She's going to be a mortician. Okay. Uh, I assume dead people smell worse, but uh, probably not. I don't fucking know. Um, real probably quick, you had something about dead people and Plum Island. Yes. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me a second. I have to pull this up. All right. All right. Let's go. All right, this is uh, an article on uh, Mysterious Universe. Oh, hell yeah. Strange conspiracies, and condu- strange conspiracies and conundrums at New York's mysterious Plum Island. All right, I'm just going to read this straight off here. Yes. So it's, this is in we'll the middle. We'll link to that in the description as well. Yes, this is in the middle of the article. Um, Even creepier still was the discovery of what was described by all accounts as a mutated human body on Plum Island itself. On January 14, 2010, a private security guard was patrolling the perimeter of the research facility on the southwest end of the island at about 4.15 p.m. When he came across what was described as the body of a human male measuring around 6 foot 2 in height and with a large build, wearing green, camo- wearing green cargo shorts, wearing green cargo pants, 
a light green short sleeve shirt and brown loafers. It didn't seem it doesn't seem too odd at first until one looks at some of the strange details of the corpse. The fingers of the unidentified man were said to be extremely elongated, and another odd detail was that he was found to have five symmetrical holes bored into his head either before or after death. There were no other signs of any there were no other signs of any sort of trauma on the body. Since there was no identification on this ranch, was there an autopsy performed that we have any information about, like cause of death or anything on that? Uh, not that you have there. Not that this article says, but it says that the original, um, initially it was just initially the man was described as being a white male. Yet the following day, the official report was changed to that it was in fact a black male. Interesting. Reports of... Is there maybe some, like, discoloration happening in that situation, sort of like there is with this uh, Montauk monster? Uh, according to the re- official report from the authorities, um, there was just an oversight and went into no, like, further elaboration. Just, just some pretty fucking weird shit. That was in I, 2010 that that happened? That was in 2010. An autopsy was scheduled for this morning of a body of a woman found partially clothed yesterday morning uh, at the Parker River National Wildlife Refuge on Plum Island, but there is no indication of foul play, officials say. The body of the woman who was found wearing pants was spotted near the Parker River National Wildlife Refuge by people walking the coastline. Interesting. Again, the autopsy was scheduled for later that day. I have no cause of death. I assume that's Plum Island in New York, but I don't know why people would be walking the beach. I guess this says Boston, so maybe there's a separate one in Boston, but Boston's Massachusetts, right? Yeah. I don't think that's far, but my shit's kind of wonky. Yeah, we had to look up the distance and location of Japan earlier. Yeah, no shit. <clears throat> maybe that one's irrelevant. Maybe I'll just cut that, but... Quite... Just some very odd circumstances around this. There's some weirdness surrounding it. I don't think alien is the answer on that. Not, not at all. I... <sighs> There's no reason for it to be an alien. It looks like a mammal of some sort. The paws, for sure. It, 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 it had to have been a mammal. There's a tuft of fur on it. It, it. Maybe it was a marsupial. I don't think it was. I. <sighs> we don't. We never had a body ultimately for long enough to like do any dna testing i don't think it was faked if it was faked they picked the fucking spot to release that thing dude holy shit right or i guess maybe they just threw it out there and it ended up there somehow because that's fucking jesus lucked out man we were we were were aiming for staten island god damn it they couldn't hit a better place it worked out in their favor no shit what do you got left i mean buggery all right all right all right all right what do you think that's where, where that's where I'm at. So what I'm going to say, if it's a raccoon, it is a raccoon that... Well, okay, no, what we didn't talk about is the, the, the Viking funeral. Do you have oh, that in your notes? Yes. I don't have it in my notes, but I... Okay, okay, let's talk about this real quick. I don't have, you know, I don't have specific names or uh, anything. I have the article think... up somewhere. I can pull up the gentleman's name. Okay. Three young men. I don't have a name. Okay. So apparently somebody came forth and confessed to it being they said, their fault. Well, so what they said was three young men found a dead raccoon at a nearby shelter yes. a few weeks before. 
Right. They like as a joke, they gave it a Viking funeral. They like made it a raft out of sticks and an inflatable toy and just like sent it out to sea with a, a watermelon and some clothes scraps, cloth scraps, excuse me. Um, they set the carcass on fire and many were skeptical of their story, I guess. Uh, a curious 15 mile route the carcass would have had to have traveled to get to Montauk, according to this. I don't know how unlikely article, but... that would be though. <clears throat> I don't know. It, you know what I mean? I, I don't really understand either. Uh, but allegedly, they, they kind of just like... And there's a picture that I think is of that. Posted in the show notes, of course. If uh, The picture will be there. Whether, I can't prove if it's from this or not. I, I think it is. Enlargement of one of the trio's photos shows what could be a band across the raccoon's right foreleg. Okay. So they tied the raccoon to it so it wouldn't go off. That's why it has that little tuft of shit that on it. That makes sense. I mean, he's got a good point there. What about the fucked up face? Just I mean, decomposition I mean, it's, from... It's been in the water. It was already dead, so maybe its face was kind of fucked miles, up anyway. You, know, you wouldn't really know if it's like, jaw, like its face was broken in a weird way. If its skin was still over, you know? It's just like, oh, it's dead. Its face is a little fucked up. Then I once have, all that stuff comes off, the I've skin... I've read maybe. that in the area, the tides are pretty bad, like pretty rough. The water, okay. So the you know, so it could get beaten up, hit by rocks, eat pretty easily, probably. Well, that ends just like fish taking bites off it and yeah. back like um just decomposition, and Got a lot it, of micro, just bacteria and shit in there too, just eating. The skin was also like purple. The skin brown, wasn't completely gone; like it was just burned, on the nose. I, like it did kind of look a little bit singed in one spot. It did look bruised, but yeah. Br- yeah. I, I don't. It's not like burnt to the point. Again, you'll see the photo. It's not fun to look at, but you'll see the photo. Stare um, at the photo for a while. <laughs> just take take a take a few minutes. Just stare and be like, "What the fuck? What? What? Where? What do you think?" Uh, I really like the Plum Island, like animal research center, or whatever. What if it's a turtle otter hybrid? <laughs> Created at Plum Island. I, I, would, I would love for that to be a thing. I would love it. And I don't think that, like, I don't not think that we have the technology for that. I think that I'm sure some that crazy motherfucker could come up with that. Ridiculous uh, Nazi scientists have the technology to combine two animals. Actually, 100%. if you want to talk about it, they combined two fucking dogs. And then there was, like, the one where they have the, the small dog's head or the dog's head on the back of the other dog's head. Or, like, when they just have, like, the dog head that's completely cut off that they keep alive. Like, those are some fucking hard videos to watch, man. That shit's Making weird me uncomfortable as just fuck. talking about it, dude. Ugh. Ugh. No doubt. I, I, I think it's possible. It doesn't... It doesn't seem realistic to me. We, uh, it's... We do, we do live in fucked up times. They definitely do experiments on animals. My thought is if somewhere is doing experiments on animals to the point where they're creating like new animals and animal hybrids and theoretically doing experiments on humans, they're covering their asses a lot better than this bullshit fucking yeah. like zero security. Like whatever is Real going on here. Yeah, like the, the, whatever that door was is just unguarded and unlocked yeah, now. It's just open. They I don't think... have enough fucking security that's you fucking go in, you're going to die of Ebola anyway. Like what the fuck? I think they allow tours now. I think I read that you could tour the fucking place. You want to see our really shitty lab? Shit, that's 300 miles away from D.C. I don't think I'm going to make it there on my trip. Damn. Also, I don't want to die. 
Yes. Uh, Would you like there. Ebola? How about Lyme disease? That's just terrifying. Um, 100%. I... Boy, the... I'm leaning raccoon side, for the record. I'm teetering what about raccoons. What about uh, Russia, uh, Rebecca? Who the fuck is Rebecca? The wildlife rehabber from Nuts for Squirrels Wildlife Rehabilitation located in Northeast Florida. Oh, that Rebecca. The one who says that it, that she knows for a fact that the washed up creatures are not former raccoons or possum. <laughs> Well, I would like to say that Larry Penny, East Hampton's director of natural resources, says that when raccoons get old, they wander off to marshes to die. In high tide, they could have floated out to sea and ended up on the beach. What is a marsh? Like a swamp? I don't know. Is it a saltwater swamp? An area of low-lying land which is flooded in wet season or at high tide and typically remains waterlogged at all times. And raccoons go there to die. And then it just got sucked out to sea? Yep. Eh. Bruised up in the journey, busted its face open. I've not seen another photo of a raccoon that looks quite like that. Like, the other photo doesn't really look the same. It kind of does, but not. You know what I mean? It's the one that's kind of, like, blue. The, yeah. The ugly one, Allegedly, they call it. Allegedly, that is the same thing. From a different side? No, it's not. I had read that... It's laying completely different. It's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's flopped over the other, other way. They moved it? I thought I had read that Nobody it was, once talked about touching yeah, it. I don't think anybody touched it except for the, parent, uh, the alleged two guys, the old guy No, no, that's Eric a different Olsen. color, bro. It, it definitely looks like a different thing. I thought... My understanding was that one of um, What's-Her-Face's friends had taken that picture. Jenna's friend... One of the three, four girls that were there had taken a picture of it from the other side. Something like that. I could be wrong. I thought it was supposed to be of the same They moved same it creature. and took a picture of its penis. <laughs> I had not found that. Um, what I will say is no, it doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't look the same to me. I agree. It doesn't look the same. It looks different. It, it's similar. Has similarities. The for teeth sure. look bigger on the second one. I ah, oh, there is that discoloration on the back hip of that one, like almost like the back of it's burnt and the rest of it's that white color, like it's been underwater. And that could just be burnt from the sun, because you float. This one definitely has a fly correct. on its fucking leg. Uh, well, so it depends on where you're at in the decomposition process and where, like, the density of the the thing itself. Um, Let me bring so up another story. If it real did quick. float, then when it bloats, like there would be air inside it that would then, or the gases inside it that would make it rise again. All right. So in 2009, September 2009, near Cerro Alzul, Panama, a group of teenagers discovered and beat an okay. animal to death that apparently crawled out of this cave. Yeah. Um, the body was hairless and bloated, similar to this one. Um, it's much bigger. Um, a biopsy was actually performed on this one by the National Environmental Authority a of biopsy? Panama. Panama, yes, a biopsy. What is the difference between a biopsy and an autopsy? No idea. An examination of tissue removed from a living body to discover presence. Was it alive? Biopsy? It's a biopsy. If it's dead, it it's an autopsy. Dead. Then it would be an autopsy. Okay. Whoever wrote that article was incorrect. So what they had suggested was that like, the rising tide had caused it to move like it... like. It looked like it was moving towards the, the kids. The water made it look like it was moving. Yeah, because it was buoyant. 
Just that this is my tie into the buoyancy I'll look, conversation. I'll a photo of this one as well. It's weird. It is weird, but they they fig- they found out that it was a male brown throated sloth, and that was dubbed the Panama creature. Very similar to what we have now, but this one was beat to death, allegedly by teenagers. It, but it was already dead. It was already dead. They thought it was alive because it moved. Is it moved? This one, I remember seeing pictures of this one, and this freaked me the fuck out forever ago. It's very large. Sloths are pretty big, but like this photo in particular freaked me the fuck out because it looks like its feet are hooks and its hands. Like it just, it doesn't look like a thing. It looks like a log, maybe. It's the same thing. Interesting. There's like close ups of its face, and uh, it's, uh, it's weird. This whole this whole episode is weird. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, me too. But it's 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 very strange. Where are you at? You think it's a raccoon? I got I got to stick with raccoon. What if it's a raccoon that came from Plum Island? Then it is a raccoon that came from Plum Island, and it might have All a right. Lyme disease. Okay, I I also would say that I think it's a raccoon. Okay, okay. Based on our conversations before the podcast, I I assumed you were on a different side. Uh, I I I. I the guy's saying they came forward and fucking did it. It looks, the fingers really, really throw me. Let me pull up a picture of a raccoon real quick. Um, I want to look at, okay, I have a problem. Okay. The good. ear shape is very different on a raccoon versus the monster. Where are the ears all located on a raccoon? The shape of the ears are rounded. They're not that pointed kind of floppy thing that you have on the Montauk monster. The Montauk monster has kind of like terrier dog ears, which isn't the situation on a raccoon. I mean, you got to keep in mind it's decomposed, though. That's what that's what throws me the most is I have no idea what a decomposed fucking raccoon looks like that went through the water for fifteen miles or some shit. I have no idea. I don't want to know what that looks like. To be honest with you, maybe. But if I had to guess, like that's what it looks like. Variation, like a different kind of raccoon, you know. But from what I'm seeing, raccoons' ears are more rounded, and the Montauk monsters' ears do appear to be like a like a pit bull's ears, like kind of like a pointed Oh. Speaking of, let me bring up one one more guess. Dog fighting thing. The dog fighting thing. Yeah. Yes. A a pit bull that was tossed aside ended up in the water and ended up in the same scenario as the alleged raccoon. Uh I don't like that story because nah. it involves dog fighting. Yeah. But it's the, out the, there. The, the toes look a little bit too long for it to be a dog, and the teeth don't quite look right. I'm not a biologist. The face shape looks a little bit wrong, but you can kind of get some weird deformities with inbreeding and just with, Correct, with yeah. other um, uh, just genetic deformities. So it's, it's hard to say. And if that's the case where you have a dog that has that sort of weird deformities and stuff, and uh, I had read, um, so the dog that I have is um, part American Staffordshire Terrier, which is like a pit bull, um, the, they're like, what is the word? Um, you don't want them. Uh, they're not desirable. They're not yes. desirable if they have over 75%, if over 75% of them is white or over 75% of them is whatever the situation is. And my dog's like fucking white and black and brindly and spotted. And so she's probably in that boat of like being like the undesirable, undesirable. color or whatever. I'm like, she's fucking adorable. I love it. But like, there's some of that Aww. too. So like, if it doesn't fit those things, like a lot of times people then 
so then there's like don't fucking care about the dog or don't take as much care of it or it's not going to you know what i mean like yeah. you sort of thing so it just depends on if you're just like a puppy it, mill sort of situation and things like that too where it's like i know that this is not going to i, I guess i don't know how that shit works but it i get it's pretty fucked up people out there that do some real yeah fucked man goddamn fucking especially with dogs like again they fucking i don't know if that she just fucking got away or what the deal was they just found her wandering around some rock pile in alabama what the fuck just a little puppy just a little puppy. Well, that makes me sad. If that's a dog, that sucks. Um, they kind of the ears look more pointed. It's kind of hard to tell, but they do look like pig ears or like a terrier ear. Like they're more pointed, and I don't, I don't see that in the raccoon photos, which is kind of an issue for me. But I guess I can't really see the tip of it. Maybe it is rounded, but it looks big to be a raccoon ear. Raccoons, the most logical thing. Maybe it was a experimented on raccoon from Plum Island, which is why its fingers were so long and its ears were long, because the guy's body had long fingers too, right? Yes. That wasn't just a coincidence, dude, with long fingers. Some disease that makes your fingers long. Uh, what are those creepy monkeys with the really long middle finger? They're crossing raccoons and those guys. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. This will be a good experiment. We will cross raccoon and weird monkey. No, no, not okay. So I'm not talking about like a finger monkey. Um, like a monkey that'll fit on your finger. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm talking about the eye, eye, a y e a y e, the super, super ugly ones with like the grossly long fingers that look like a fucking tarantula spider or something nasty. That's just his fucking fingers. Ah! Its face is like it's like the ugly goddamn thing. Where's his face? Where's your face? Where's your beautiful ugly face? Don't touch me. Don't you ever talk to me or my son ever again? Those fingers make me so uncomfortable. The video, but you know those fucking guys, the I.I. They're yeah, fucking yeah, ugly. Yeah. I'll link to a picture of these bitches. They're fucking ugly. But yeah, so that's my theory now. Is it's a raccoon that's been crossed with one of those from the at Plum Island? Yeah. Okay. I'm, um, I'm into it. Like, I... I I really I don't know. All right, here's here's what I'm gonna here's the real one I need to ask you. Okay. Do you think that Lyme disease? Yes. Came, came from, from Plum Island, Island yeah. Animal Disease Center. Is that I your personal really, opinion? I really think so. I also am. I under don't the want that to that like case. in like. I don't want anybody that has Lyme disease to think that I'm not taking their disease seriously. It's still I a disease and it sucks, but, but it. I believe originated that originated or was spread through Plum Island. I meant to bring this up as well, so. Again, they were, they're now, it's under Homeland Security. Yes. That is, it is run by them Changed or however it's worded. So on their website of Plum Island Animal Disease Center, they have some very interesting things like immediately on their FAQs. Uh, I was going to include this before, but I spaced it. Was it good we have it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was some fun things on here Sounds I wanted to include. All, all, like I, reading all of this is really funny to me because of all of the things that everybody's saying like is really really bad that they do like all biocontaminant waste which leaves the facility must undergo a biological decontamination process these processes include whatever it's like but why Not is all by this your stuff records, being yeah like, like it's just what do you fucking mean <laughs> so then the first thing on what PIADC does not do does not perform research on human or prion diseases the primary diseases that PIADC conducts research on are non-transmittable to humans we do, however, encounter and work with some zoos. Like, uh, that sounds the other exactly one, like somebody that would do all this. We things. do not perform research on avian influenza. Does, really? Okay, my favorite one is the third one. 
does not and has not performed research on Lyme disease. But, but, but Connor, but Connor, but, but Connor, we have information. In 1975, PAADC begins work feeding viruses to hard ticks, including the Lone Star Tick, which is a carrier of Lyme disease. And the first cases of Lyme disease were reported in Connecticut and eastern Long Island, both directly across. That would make me really nervous to live around that area. I, w- I would... Somebody speak up in the area and get that place removed from the face of the earth. It's just... It's fucking weird, man. Like... I'm uncomfortable having done this research now, I think, a little bit, like... Ugh. Yeah. It, it's... It's a rough place. Like I, I, I am uncomfortable. I, I'm glad I don't live near there, but they're moving to Kansas. It's a lot closer. I feel like you're centralizing the fucking... Oh, okay, so instead of it being on an island where, like... Well, I don't know, like, it, in Jurassic Park, it escaped an island, and it made it, they made it to mainland. Even the T-Rex did. But I, mean, I know, but, boat, but you centralize it, you can hit more people faster. Oh, so you're saying it's, like, uh, their intention to do that. You think they, do you think Maybe. they deliberately release Lyme disease just like to see what would happen? I mean, judging by their standards of, uh, it seems upkeep, more like an accidental like, sort of thing. Whoops. Well, also with everybody arguing, like just birds being at the island or visiting the island because it's so close to land and there's seabirds as well, you yeah. know what I mean? Stuff like that. So stuff's out there on the island, in and out and flying long distances. If your if your stuff is all up to par and you're like definitely taking care of all the things, like we've had no accidents ever. Yeah, and like very good safety rating and everything, but it seems like it's not the case. From my understanding, I haven't been there. I'm not conducting the research. I'm just looking online, and this yes, is what the stuff is fucking is telling me. Is that that is not the case? It's got one of those signs that says zero days since the last accident. Days since last like, accident. LOL. Uh, <laughs> that's not not 101 days. It just says LOL. What? Uh, yeah. I just if you live in the area, please reach out and let us know what so I can fear for you. What they're like? What maybe there's some like local stigmatism to Plum Island? Yeah, since and, the like, locals were already talking about like, oh, maybe yeah. it came from Plum Island. And one of the first they talked about maybe interviews. it comes from Plum Island. Yeah. So yeah. let us know. I'm bothered to the core by this. I had no idea this episode was going to end up like this. I told first... that's why I had that thing in the beginning telling you that it was going to take a fucking turn. I, I'm I'm glad it did. All right, let's bring it back to the Montauk monster. Though. Oh, also, I saw that one dude called him Monty. <laughs> they named him Monty, the Montauk monster. I like that. I thought it was cute. Okay. And if it's just a raccoon, Monty and they, I mean, the like also like it's like I feel like those guys are the kind of like. But like as a joke, like oh, we'll give him a Viking funeral. Like, is that you being a dick and wanting to light a raccoon on fire, or are you like trying to be like, he deserved more than this? Farewell, brother. So hey, I don't, I don't know what their intention is. I guess I would be terrified to touch a dead raccoon. In that article you read about the Viking funeral, there was a sentence afterwards that was like, yeah, this was uh, shortly followed by like. Doing some stupid shit and yes. paper clipping our balls or some yes. shit. Yes, so it it sounded like they thought that like these guys were just yeah. like out doing dumb shit to like, give this some is context. Fun. Yeah, just a couple of bros out doing bro yeah. things. A couple of bros. Okay, I'm gonna light this uh, raccoon. Let's go light a fire. raccoon on fire. I found this raccoon last week. I've been keeping it in my trunk. 
All right. But I just feel bad for that raccoon at this point. If, if it's a raccoon, sorry, dude. Like, you've been through some shit after death. I would love, side note, would love a raccoon as a pet. I think a skunk. No. Skunks like hiss. They're, they're badgers, dude. Badgers are no good. What if they're chill? No. Raccoons have thumbs. Raccoons have hands. They can that grab shit. That creeps me dude, out. Dude, he'd go open the fridge and bring you drinks. You play video games with the fucking- His hands aren't that big. I don't think it can bring you a beer. It two-handed. It double-fisted. I need two beers. The fuck do you need two beers? Bring yeah, one I at a time, motherfucker. You're a raccoon. I don't you're care. You're right. I can't finish one. <laughs> I mean, it's just- I always thought it'd be cool. They're a pain in the ass. They're a lot of work, but I just thought it would be cool to have a raccoon as a pet. Not gonna happen. This fucking dog, I can't even fucking keep quiet up here, so who knows? Uh, so, are you dead? What happened? Alright, so let's check back in over on Instagram and see if anybody had anything to say. If anybody else thought it was a raccoon, or what they thought it was. Alright, it looks like two people voted yes, it is a raccoon. Okay. Four people voted no. Okay. So... Maybe they'll change their mind after they, they hear the episode. Uh, so did, go back and comment. If you did, were one of those people who voted, go back and comment on that uh, post and let us know if you change your mind after listening. We did have some comments um, here on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Thanks, um, guys. MXCKXY.X. Why does uh, it look like it has a beak? That's what we want to that's know. That's a good point. I believe that individual is also active on Discord. I believe so as well. You should too be too. You should be too. <clears throat> and Giorvis agreed and said a decomposing raccoon. Like where your head's at, Giorvis. Um, there was some, some votes on the Facebook because it shares also to the Facebook story. Okay. Two votes for no, it is not a raccoon. And also, I believe some, so some is it comments on that. Overall well. tied four to four, yes and no. Once again, we're split completely <laughs> across platforms. Yeah, apparently. What do you got for comments on Facebook? Pulling them up here. Oh, sorry. Um, all right, Levi, you looks like a dog to me. I think it's gonna be a yo, but <laughs> I want to. I want to reply with, I don't look like a dog. <laughs> um, Greg over on Facebook says maybe, but I would have to say no. Decomposing bobcat? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And Liz, it could be. The body seems similar, but like. What the fuck does a raccoon have to go through to end up like that? A Viking funeral, of course. Yeah, yes. One Viking funeral. And about 15 Make miles it, in the yeah. ocean. <laughs> uh, that, that was, yeah. I feel bad landing on raccoon because going in, I was like, there's no way it's a raccoon. But And it's, maybe those, that guy's story, like maybe they did do those things and that's not what washed back up. Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? That was what a... Week in advance, two weeks, two weeks. So anything could about have happened two, in weeks two weeks before. Yeah, uh, it uh, it could be a raccoon. I, in my mind, the a body wouldn't last two weeks bumping around the shallows of the ocean like that without getting eaten, eaten or... like large chunks being taken out of it or bigger bites being taken out of it by something True. or just more decom- decomposition in general. But it was happening. on a raft. Um, I mean that they set on fire. Yeah. Could have been. It didn't wash up with the raft like it. It, it was the <laughs> birds would have got it at that point, man. Did you like, imagine that a raccoon? This thing a rolling lost up on colony a raft. of raccoons somewhere on an island over there. This was the last one. <laughs> They've invented rafts. They have thumbs. They can do anything. Uh, that would definitely lead towards the like alien 
If it had a raft. It's smart enough to make a raft. Maybe it's smart enough to make a spaceship. I just picture that fucking I'm on a boat song, and I'm really annoyed about that. I'm on a raft. Or like snakes on a plane, but raccoons (laughs) on a raft. Let's go. Motherfucking raccoons on a raft. I've had it with these motherfucking raccoons on this motherfucking raft. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I feel bad with it being... I think I think it's probably just something easily explained. Yeah, and the, there is other washed up animals that there's a end lot up on they shore. All look fucking weird. They look weird, but that doesn't mean they're not the sea creatures. One gets yeah. me the most when it's like something that's like all the skin's really gone, so we're not really sure. And even I, uh, Lauren Coleman even said it was a raccoon. I can't argue with that guy. Yeah. He's like a fucking cryptid Santa Claus. He's, he is, oh, damn it. I'm trying to think of like Saint Nick, but I'm trying to like go father cryptid or something. You know what I mean? But like, I can't quite, he's like his beard. He's I like father cryptid. I am going to reach out to them and it's like, Hey, name change real quick. Father. Don't call him daddy. Uh, (laughs) daddy cryptid. (laughs) Boo daddy. (laughs) Boo, Daddy Cryptid. Daddy Blonde Beard. Uh, so I think that puts us on a 1v1 time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Where, so, what, are you, what are you thinking? 1v1 uh, versus this one's Montauk a little, Monster. This one's a little and... different because the Montauk Monster, we're not really arguing as having ever been alive. And if it was, yeah, it might have right. just been a raccoon. Whereas, it's already like, dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the Wampus Beast already won, but... Um, okay, yeah, last week we talked about the Wampus Beast. Uh, so we do the 1v1 this week, last week. And tell you what we think would win. Uh, so, I, I mean, if the Wampus Beast was a panther, it would kill the fuck out of a raccoon. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, there's no contest More than here. Likely, like, panthers coming out on top on this one. This, I gotta give it to Wampus Beast, hands down. Wampus Beast, the size advantage alone, man. And some people might out there be thinking, you know, maybe it's uh something else. Maybe they're not on board with the raccoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even so if it's, be it. even if it's whatever else it is, if it has a beak, like great, that's maybe an advantage. But if it's roughly the size of a cat, like a little bit bigger, the size of a raccoon versus a like the wampus beast. Yeah, if we're taking pound. it as like this is the best that it could be, it was a fucking eight hundred pound panther. Yeah, but what if the what if the Montauk monster is a alien that can raft? So the only thing that was left of its clothes. Was, was the, the little band. bit of its sleeve? It was like it's. It was the star commander. It was his like uh his little thing on his yeah, sleeve that like signify that he was the leader. He's the yeah the general of the alien armada. I'm thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy now. Alien this armada. Is getting, this is getting badass. really sad. This is getting sad. <laughs> Especially since the raccoon that like was the not yeah, like the actor but the actor for lack the, of a better word they used him for like the modeling and like yes, for a yeah, lot of yeah, the, yeah. the CG stuff and a raccoon died and that was sad that's our sad. tie in to current events and it's not even that current almost as current as the holiday that we are celebrating that I don't remember what it is St. Patrick's Day there we go uh, so 1v1 <laughs> day. You all, what do you think you're, you're also Wampus Beast yeah Wampus Beast uh... Even if it was a like genetically modified creature on, we'll never Plum really Island. know, and it's not like it it would be able. I don't think it would have any like superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that sort of thing. Yeah, no. Thing. 
I don't take it as such either. It'd so. be just a default. It'd be a raccoon with a, a beak. Yeah, fucking no contest here, but why don't you head over to social media and let us know what you think? Head over to social media and agree with us, and <laughs> we will get into our next segment, which is reading those from last week. Uh, Yeah, but before we do that real quick, there is a new five-star iTunes review. Oh, hey, I'm glad you remembered. I did remember. This one is, is lackluster. Good. This one's good. <laughs> it's from Ricky Dew. He says, tight. Wish they gave more info, but whatever. There's at least Fair a, enough, dude. <laughs> there's at least an hour of half of information in this episode. Shut up! <laughs> this episode. We researched for 48 minutes. It was much longer than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously we, we try and do what we can on some of it, and sometimes it ends up not going the way yeah. we planned. And we got full-time like jobs. We're, we're trying. We uh, got things to do. He still gave us five stars, though, so I, Nobody I assume, pays us to do this. Shut up. I, I, no, I assume he still likes the show, because he said, but whatever, and he gave us five I stars, so... I, I appreciate you I'm listening. I'm assuming it's a he. And... Ricky for some... Whatever, fuck it. Thank you for the review. Appreciate it. You're asking for bad reviews, and nobody's giving... I mean, he's, he's being honest. I appreciate that. Me as well. I will Thank you for try to consider in. that moving forward and give you more information. Take a note from Ricky and go over and write your own iTunes review or review on Facebook or anywhere else you feel like writing a review. Uh, we check most places pretty regularly. So. Oh, yeah. We'll be aware. Um, uh, pimp that Discord link one more time uh, over in the description. All the social media and everything we talk about for links. It's all in the episode description. Can be found on countycryptids.com or gobblesquatch.com. Let's hit that 1v1 from the last episode then. The results from the 1v1 from the last episode, which was the thylacine, the wampus beast. Yes. What the listeners thought. Okay, let's go. All right, for the one we won results today, it's just me. Uh, due to my poor planning, I am stuck recording the 1v1 results by myself, minus Jacob, you know? It's okay. I'll try to make it as uh, painless as possible. Anyway, let's get started. Facebook. The Wampus Beast dominates over on Facebook. With the Wampus Beast getting 67% of the votes and Thylacine 33%. Not much of a different story over on the Instagram. 67% Wampus Beast, 33% Thylacine. And Twitter, again. This is the one where I posted two, and they got the exact same votes both time I posted. 75% Wampus Beast, 25% Thylacine. That brings it to an overall uh, overall domination by the Wampus Beast with 68% of the votes of crossed three of our social media outlets. Sorry, this one's short and sweet. We had a pretty long episode, so I uh, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to be a part of our polls, make sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash countingcryptids, instagram.com slash countingcryptids, and twitter.com slash count cryptid. You can find all those links at countingcryptids.com. Really easy to remember that one if you're a fan of the show. But uh, I appreciate you bearing with me on this super lame 1v1 results section of the show. 
hopefully next episode we'll have Jacob back for the 1v1 and he can make it more interesting than I can. But yeah, thanks for checking out the show. Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at countingcryptids at hotmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Jacob. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.